0: Welcome to the Dave Witty Show. I'm your host, Dave Whitty. Welcome to episode 26, folks. Uh, once, First off, I want to say big thanks to uh, Marcus Power and Zach O'Brien of uh, the Newfoundland Growlers. Really great chatting with those guys and, and chatting about, you know, playing in Germany and the upcoming season with the Growlers. Uh, you know, I want to wish both of the guys best of luck in the in the upcoming season, uh, as well as, you know, all the Newfoundland Growlers. And, and really great to see both Zach and Marcus um, get the A's on their sweater to be uh, the assistant captains for this upcoming season. So, you know, best of luck to the guys. And best of luck to the new Flame Growlers. Uh, definitely going to be down checking out a, uh, a a few games with the for the of the guys, and and I might have a few things up my sleeve to be involved with with uh, with the Growlers. So, um, yeah, got another great episode, guys. Episode twenty six. Uh, a good buddy of mine, his name is Nick King. He's absolutely awesome. If you if you don't know him, um, he he does a bunch of different stuff. He's been cooking in in restaurants and stuff for a number of years in St. John's, and um. He started up his own kind of pasta business, Ollie's Pasta. He does a bunch of cool work with Choices for Youth. Uh, we had a great chat all about, you know, his his small business and, and you know, pushing through the pandemic and, and uh, you know, kind of pivoting into a new role with with Choices for Youth. Um, so it was really great chatting with Nick. So make sure you do stick around for that chat. Um, obviously, I didn't have a podcast last, last week or sorry, two weeks ago. I've been doing these bi-weekly. Um, Just decided to take a a a couple weeks off. I've been feeling a little worn down from from a pretty hectic summer and a pretty hectic um, number of years, to be honest with you. Um, Made a post recently that I've kind of taken a little step back from doing some uh, some of the gigs downtown, uh, especially within the pub scene and stuff like that on George Street. It's just been you know kind of a long grind for me. I've been doing it for for a number of years and um just looking to kind of push my music in a different direction and um just been feeling pretty pretty worn out from it all to be honest with you um I do a ton of ton of work I mean I I, I play an extreme amount of of gigs I mean throughout the year and uh, especially in the summertime comes and you know especially when the pandemic was over and not over, sorry, because it's it's not really over. But I mean, once the the, the restrictions kind of lifted and, and we were allowed to kind of freely play again, especially in the pubs. I mean, I kind of I kind of went at it pretty hard, and and uh, you know, just you know, out of fear of maybe getting shut down again, or or just you know, after being off for so long, and I don't know. It's like so many people I've chatted with lately have, have just kind of realized. I don't know if the if the pandemic did it did it a bit, but just kind of making people move in different directions and uh you know i just i just kind of wanted to lean in a different direction i still want to keep making music i, I love making music and i love writing writing music and performing music uh, i'm definitely going to miss the interactions you know nightly and, and 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 performing and and really keeping my chops up like that because that's one good thing is you're always always gigging but just looking for a different direction i really want to keep pushing my own stuff so uh, i mean keep an eye out i'm not doing anything for a while but i will be doing some some uh you know solo gigs where i'll be playing a lot of my own stuff and and maybe some band stuff down the road so make sure you do uh you know stick around you know tune in for for any of those gigs i mean i'm always posting on my social media and stuff but you know for the time being you're probably not going to find me down around george street for a little while it's just it was just uh, it's it's a hard grind down there i mean kudos to all the all the great musicians that that perform nightly um you know and and uh music is a weird thing in St. John's i mean there's so much of it it's just sometimes it feels like it's almost taken for granted that how much music is going on i mean you can walk on George Street any single night or you know within the surrounding area and you can see so much live music i mean you can see full bands you can see duos you can see solo acts you can see DJs you can see I mean there's there's just an array of, of entertainment that's always just so easily accessible in St. John. so uh, it was just starting to wear on me a little bit and uh, I just needed to make a make a step for myself and, and kind of do something a little different so um, yeah I also want to say a huge thanks to anybody who reached out after I kind of made a couple of posts online um, I had a ton of people write me you know privately and just, just you know just saying hello and, and, and checking in and I mean, uh, it was just really, really thoughtful. I got to say. So I want to say huge thanks to if, if you're listening right now, if, if anybody who had a, who had sent along a note or a message. I mean, it's a, stuff like that really helps. And um, hopefully, I'm making the right decision. And, and and it's not to say that I'm ever not going to do a gig like that again. It's just I just don't think I can go back to doing six or seven nights a week. You know, it's a, it's just a hard grind. It's a lot of music and a lot of lot of interacting with people and. Um, you know, all, all, all sorts of different stuff, but anyways, um, you, you will see me playing again, but just maybe in a little bit different capacity so um, I am looking forward to get back on the stage, no doubt. it's been a, been a couple of weeks already and I'm, I'm starting to feel it a bit but uh, you know just keep an eye out for all that stuff. but yes, I, I will be back performing at some point hopefully. Um, you know, obviously a little bit of downtime here now. I mean fall setting in, it's almost winter time. Uh, th- it was a great day today, I mean I'm recording here on Tuesday, October 19th um, Probably the nicest day in a couple of weeks, it's been really grey and, and 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 rainy and cold the last couple of weeks Today was beautiful, the sun was shining, managed to get nine holes in out of Holyrood Got out with a couple old buddies of mine who I haven't seen in a while, so it was great to uh, swing the sticks for, uh, for maybe... Could be the last time of, you know, of the year because it's getting down there now. But what a beautiful day in Holy Road today. Oh man, and the trees are all the leaves are changing and stuff. It's just really, really nice. It was great to get out and get some fresh air too. Obviously been, you know, dialed in on everything sports going on, guys. I mean, just what a time for sports in in in, in, in the world. I mean, October, November is always such a great time because you get the end of the baseball play or end of the baseball season into the baseball playoffs. You get football season. I mean, you get hockey season starting. You get basketball season starting so uh lots of great things i mean it was tough to see the blue jays miss out on that opportunity you know they they won out their games they needed to do obviously they lost a couple tough ones throughout the season and a couple tough down tough ones down the stretch but it was um it was great to see them finish the season strong i mean they didn't really play in their hands last going off but uh i think the jays are really on the right trajectory and they're they're aimed for a you know, they're. I think they're going to do some really great things in the next couple of years. A lot of young talent there. Pitching is great. A couple of big signings need to happen, obviously. Uh, whether it's you know it's re-signs or we need to sign some new people, but uh, you know a lot of contracts up and and uh, but a lot of young guys, a lot of young talent in the uh, in the organization. So, you know, really looking forward to to the baseballs. You know, the Blue Jays and and, and the and the baseball season the next year and, and, the, and the next couple of years because I think that they have a very very good team put in place and and uh, you know one thing that we can uh, I can I think we can all agree on I mean especially being Canadians I mean obviously hockey is is sport of choice here we all have our teams but you know when the blue Jays are doing well it's really fun because we're all kind of rooting together so that makes it a that makes it a big thing so uh, you know big congratulations obviously to the blue Jays and, and looking forward to to next season yeah um, The Leafs are back, guys. I know you all missed me talking about the Leafs for the last uh, few months, but I am stoked to get the Leafs season back underway. Obviously, I've caught the last few games. (coughs) Excuse me. Uh, You know... The Leafs are interesting. They're in a tough space, space in a place. Sorry, tough place right now. Obviously, Peter Mrazek is just got injured. I mean, first, second game, just new signed goaltender. Jack Campbell's looked great the first few games. Uh, Monday night's game was probably the best game I've seen the Leafs play in such a long time. I mean. It really looked. They lost. I mean, but they didn't deserve to lose that game. They ran into a hot goaltender, but that was a really well played game. Matthews' first game back looked absolutely fantastic. Had eight shots on net. I think sixteen scoring opportunities. Um, was really really cool to see. And it's great that hockey's back. I love uh, I love the Leafs, and I'm happy that the, the NHL season's back because it's it's just a great time of year, and it's always fun getting together with your buds. And and uh, you know we w- watched the season opener up uh, up in the uh, up at the shed at my cabin, and a couple Leafs fans, and and my one buddy who's a Habs fan, but we had a ball, had a good laugh uh, watching the game, and uh, you know just happy that the NHL season's back. Happy the Leafs are back. Um, obviously, big football every Sunday. I mean. Green Bay rolling right now had a huge win in Chicago last week. Aaron Rodgers just rolls through, just telling the the uh, the Bears fans that he owns them. Um, love to see it. Gotta say, um, you know, Bears Bears Packers huge rivalry. Um, watched the Bills game last night. Could have definitely used a Bills win last night, but I mean, that's how the cookie crumbles. Uh, but the football season has been great. A couple real big surprises in there. Obviously the bills have been fantastic. Uh, the chiefs have been okay. I mean, lots of, uh, Tom Brady is doing Tom Brady things again. It's crazy to see, um, geez, Henry on Tennessee, man, he went out for three touchdowns last night. It was just, uh, just bonkers, bonkers stuff, but you know, green Bay are looking good. And, and for what could be Aaron Rodgers last year. So, um, uh, you know, happy to see the Packers are, are doing pretty well. As for me, I'm not up to a whole lot. I mean, just kind of hanging out. I've been doing a ton of writing, really picking at my guitars and, and the piano, and, and really, really practicing some of the production stuff at my house here, and really trying to learn how to cut demos and, and just trying to pump out as much material as I can. So I'm going to be writing a whole lot and trying to trying to save all that and and uh, you know hopefully come up with some uh, up with a new record here in the in the meantime. That's definitely the plan. Um, so yeah, I mean, that kind of does it for me, guys. I know I was I was away last week, but I'm back and I'll be back every couple of weeks, um, you know, doing a, doing a new episode and I'm really happy about this episode as well. So make sure you do stick around for a great interview with Nick King. And I'd like to welcome Nick King to the podcast. Thanks for joining me today, Nick. How you doing, man? What's going on? Good, man. Thanks for having me on. Appreciate it. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, how's everything been going, man? I mean, myself and yourself, we've been friends a long time. We've known each other for years. We played in bands together years ago, and I mean, we've always kind of knocked around, still see each other every every now and then, you know, out for a couple beers and stuff. But, you know, I haven't got to catch up with you a whole lot in the, in the you know, recently, especially with the pandemic and stuff like, yeah. uh, you know, how's everything? How's everything been going with yourself? All good or?
1: Yeah, everything's pretty good, man. Uh, obviously, I, I took a little pivot from what I usually do. I've been cooking and doing the restaurant uh, gig and thing for a long time, most of my 20s, and the pandemic kind of kiboshed a lot of that for a lot of people. So I kind of took it upon myself to uh, take uh, take a venture out in a couple different things.
0: Right on, right on. Yeah, so I definitely want to talk to you about a couple of things. You know, I mean, some of the cool stuff that you're up to uh i know you're making pasta and you're doing uh, some cool things with choices for youth which is really really great for the city and uh yeah. you know great for everybody that's involved so you know kind of let's get into it i mean uh, you know what is all these pasta i mean that's that's the that's the program or a project that you've got started uh you know what kind of gave you the idea to get the business going and and um, where did the name come from i'd like to know that as well Cool. yeah so
1: the idea originated like i said i was taking some time away from uh, chef and the restaurant gigs like i mentioned during the pandemic it was getting a little bit uh, dicey and uh, i took it upon myself just to see what else was what was what else was out there whether avenues i could take and uh, pasta was something that i've uh, been really interested in been working in restaurants for a long time something that i really uh, took a shine to uh, the name itself uh, is actually uh, my nephew ali Ollie, uh, Ollie king
0: right yeah so like, I know, I know that obviously with the pandemic and, you know, the kind of everything that happened, it kind of was a, obviously it was a freeze. I mean, for all sorts of different industries, I mean, yeah. music was one, obviously for myself. I mean, I felt that Absolutely. pinch, I mean, restaurant business, I mean, obviously felt a huge pinch. So this was just an idea that you kind of wanted to, you know, kind of branch out, maybe try something and maybe try to get something into market or what was the original concept there? Did you want to? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, sorry. So the concept basically was uh, I just wanted to, I've always had that kind of entrepreneurial thing where it's like trying to become a chef and trying to manage kitchens, trying to run the thing and trying to be creative and all that kind of stuff. So I wanted to take that a step further and, you know, see what it took to to put a product to market and uh, do something on my own.
0: Yeah. Um, so let's talk a little bit about Ollie's and, and what, are, what are some of the... You know the products or or the some of the pastas that you're doing and where you're kind of what you're doing at home what you're what you're what you're producing and, and where you, where can you get the the products and stuff like that?
1: Sure thing. So when I first started, just uh, for context, uh, I was just kind of uh, doing things by hand, prototyping, as you would call it, at home and just rolling pasta and trying all the different shapes and just studying up on all the traditions and stuff, which is uh, very fun. But when you try to take something to market. You got to be a little bit more proactive than that. You know, I was a little bit naive, I would say, for a while. Uh, but I rented what they call a com- commissary kind of kitchen. So just like a kitchen rental. It's a little spot downtown. I rented a couple of days a week. So, And I got a certified by ServiceNL and all that kind of stuff you got to go through when you're trying to sell food. Um, so I invested in a little pasta machine. It was from Italy. It's a pasta extruder. So it's uh, you, make, uh, you make pasta with durum semolina wheat. which is a strong wheat flour and water so there's no egg protein or anything like that so it's uh, completely vegan which is kind of cool as well
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh right now we're in a couple different stores i guess we could we could chat about the the origin i was uh, just chatting with our friend will dre a mutual friend of ours i'm sure yep,
0: absolutely who also does really great things another person i'd love to get on this podcast as well and if you don't know who who we're talking about will dre from uh, newfoundland sausage company who started a great business and uh doing really great things but yeah sorry not to cut you off there go ahead
1: no, no, all good. Like I said, we grew up with him. I worked with my mom college for a while. His work ethic is unreal. Everything Will touches, he does it to the
0: full, obviously. He always has been like that, hey? It's always been like, <laughs> I remember Will, man, he's like, he's like, picks up a BMX and then like, in like three weeks, he's doing like backflips. <laughs> like, yeah, it's crazy. He's all, and, and same thing with music. I mean, he's always been one of those guys who always kind of just goes balls to the wall and has always been really, really successful with stuff.
1: I know it's unreal. So it's uh, definitely inspiring what he's doing down there. He was our butcher at Mallard. He was a butcher at Sannegan's Meat Locker in Ontario, which is a pronoun spot or profound, sorry. Um, Very cool, very cool stuff. And uh, he opened up his own spot. So we just got chatting outside his shop one day. He wanted to expand a little bit. He was just doing sausages and starting to uh, cut some meat and steaks and that kind of thing. And It's really starting to pop off. So he wanted to do some grocery items, some pantry stuff, and just kind of branch out into different local products. I think it's something he always wanted to do. So I was kind of having the idea with the pasta. I was going to go to the farmer's markets and that kind of stuff, but uh, we tried it out there first and it kind of popped out from there.
0: Yeah. I mean, so obviously the products is, is the Newfoundland sausage company still? Yep. Yep. Yeah. And, and what are, what are the, some of the things like, what are some of the products that you can expect from Ollie's? Like, I mean, it's just, what kind of different pastas do you provide? I mean, do you get them in family size settings? Is it like single servings? Like how, how does that kind of stuff work?
1: Sure. So I do packages, kind of like pre-packed
0: uh, uh, pasta, about 400
1: grams or so. So mm-hmm. it's a serving for about three people, I would say, three or four, honestly, depending on the shapes. Uh, right now, I'm doing uh, extruded spaghetti, fusilli, macaroni. I was doing like bucatini and fettuccine and stuff like that in the past. We'll be doing some new stuff soon. Uh, like I said, we're using Ontario Canadian wheat. So it's a like Durham semolina wheat. We do fool around with like whole wheats and seasonally we do like spinach pastas. We do wild nettle pastas with some cool foragers. And um, yeah, we are done like sun-dried tomato, all kinds of different stuff.
0: Right, right, right. Um, before I want to ask you the next question, I, I want to like, where are some of the spots before I do forget, where are some of the spots that you can get Ollie's right now? I mean, is there anywhere else besides the Newfoundland sausage company right now?
1: Yeah. So Newfoundland Stouch Company, obviously, will will adjust in wake it for me, with, for yep. me down there. We're doing Belvin's Grocery. It's like a nice. stand down there every single week, urban market every single week. We do Lester's from time to time, uh, Simply for Life in the East End from time to time as well. And a couple other retailers pop up from time to time as well. So
0: Right, right, right. Cool, yeah. cool. No, that's awesome. And a bunch of really, really cool spots to have it in. I mean, a lot of kind of localized businesses that are really focusing on keeping stuff local which is which is really great i mean especially yeah. in this day and age which kind of leads me to the next question i mean uh, we were chatting a little bit about the pandemic earlier but you know what has what it kind of meant for you has it been challenging with with ollies i know that obviously you had to pivot from you know the kind of sh- the chef work from restaurants but re- with regards to ollies and the pasta making like what was the pandemic like for you and is it still kind of affecting you these days or how, how's that been kind of working
1: Yeah, well, I think it affected me more so in the restaurant scene. Um, I think a lot of people started supporting local and going like really crazy for that, which is in in a good way. Um, And just trying to buy or support things that are made here locally. They've seen a lot of people coming out of the woodwork doing their own things. And I kind of got caught up into that in a good way. And uh, it's been great, it's been really good in that sense. Uh, I've been able to keep myself going. I was out of work for a little while as a chef and you know, be able to start a business in the
0: middle of the pandemic is pretty incredible. Did I see, I think I was like I was doing a little scrolling on your Instagram and stuff. but did you originally start doing this in your garage, restart you doing past on your garage or something like that? yeah
1: so that's that's when i was talking about the prototyping and stuff like that i kind of retrofitted my garage to yeah it. i didn't sell anything out of there now it's uh it's definitely illegal <laughs> yeah <laughs> but uh that's when i really like started like just practicing the shapes and all that kind of stuff started right
0: yeah, yeah cool cool man that's awesome yeah. um well, that's great i mean so are, are you still kind of are you i know that you're involved with a few different things that we're going to chat about for sure but are you still like kind of headstrong with with ollies or is that kind of a are you still pumping out past the daily is that kind of what you're doing
1: yeah so mostly evenings and weekends like i guess we'll get into some of the other stuff i'm into i work with choices and stuff like that as well during the day but uh evenings and weekends i usually commit to ollie's and like mm-hmm. i said we got a couple standing order retailers and stuff like that will at the shop belvins those kind of spots so it keeps yeah. you pretty busy regardless you try to uh, grow as much as we can but uh, definitely took a little step back when i took the other job but we're still got a lot of projects on the other, so yeah kind of yeah that's on.
0: Yeah, well, that's that's exactly right, man. And, and that's kind of what I wanted to move into is the is the Choices for Youth stuff. I know we were chatting a little bit about yesterday and, and and about some of these things. And, I mean, really, really great stuff that you're doing over there. Really, really neat. I really want to chat about it. And um, first off, you know, um, the, it's the Crust Craft Bakery. Can you talk a little bit about that?
1: Sure thing. So I guess I can give you some context and choices first. Yes,
0: please. Yeah, absolutely.
1: twist uh, for Youth is a not-for-profit Um pretty long standing in this community It's a mission to kind of ending homelessness for young people and creating supports for people experiencing barriers, whether it's education, employment, mental health issues, addictions, all that kind of stuff. Um, So my specific department is in education, employment and social enterprise. Uh, We have a bunch of different, uh, I guess, small businesses like construction company. We have a retail thrift boutique called Neighborhood. We have a textiles and manufacturing shop called The Shop, uh, which all kind of, kind of, sorry, give training opportunities and support of employment opportunities to young people six, ages 16 29 that are experiencing some kind of barrier, we call it, I guess, to, you know, employment or better opportunities or trying to just, like, get a better life. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I was basically tasked on to bridging the gap to the food industry. So we started off just kind of ideation phase like a bunch of different stuff. We kind of landed on a bit of a, a bakery idea. So that's where kind of Cross craft bakery came came about.
0: Yeah, and so, you know, what was kind of your role when you started that project up, and 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 what are some of the you know kind of day to day activities and things that that you're involved with that that you know that you would be doing w- with regards to choices for youth and 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 obviously the 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 bakery say.
1: Yeah, sure thing. So uh, when we first started this, I'm kind of in, in charge of creating the whole thing. So creating the brand contact mm-hmm. content creating exactly what we're doing, the recipes, exactly what the bakery is going to be producing, trying to get all this, the um, all the, marketing and the all marketing and the sales channels and all that kind of stuff and recruiting our, our young people as well. So it's a big undertaking for sure. Uh, our first kind of strategic partnership has been with Bannerman Brewery. So we do pastries down there. We do ham pies, kind of like a, a savory ham pie thing. So it's a take on um, like Australian meat pie or British pasty or something like that. So it's mm-hmm. kind of a stuffed ham pie, which is going over super well down there
0: yeah no that's really cool and one thing i was reading about that is that the um where is it here i had it here um the profits are all all put back into the project right like all the profits that gets made from all of these different you know side things like you say the construction and stuff like that it all goes back into choices for youth right
1: 100 so that's kind of the uh, idea behind a social enterprise as as uh it differs from traditional business when you're just seeing profits going back into your business obviously
0: right uh, right
1: sustain that whole thing so uh social social enterprise kind of it needs to reach some kind of social outcome it needs to have some kind of benefit to your community in some way shape or form so all our exactly all our profits all of that kind of stuff comes back into supporting young people supporting the businesses to to sustain themselves Sorry, and uh obviously create all these opportunities right
0: yeah and i mean it's also obviously providing a ton of experience for people who probably wouldn't have had an experience doing that kind of thing and it's a kind of a gateway into you know if, if there's a potential for a for a restaurant position or or something like that right totally exactly stuff that we sometimes take for granted that uh,
1: some people can't seem to reach on their own for whatever reason right so yep
0: yeah, yeah absolutely i mean that's a pretty neat job i mean that's pretty cool like i mean just to be involved with the community like that and also doing something that you both you know you you have a passion for which is cooking and you also you know are are helping people who you know potentially don't have the same kind of you know things that that you know an average person does kind of thing right yeah, um awesome. you know that that's really really cool i i wanted to ask you i mean is that something that you had planned on doing i mean you've been working in, as long as i known <laughs> you. I mean, you've been working in restaurants doing your thing. I mean, it's always kind of been like that. Right. So, I mean, that must've been a quite of uh, a different change of pace for you just as a person, just to go kind of from the, the, the restaurant grind to, to something like that. I mean, which is also a day job too, right?
1: Yeah. I mean, it's been a huge per, uh, personal growth kind of thing for me, for sure. It was, uh, you know, I think we talked about before is looking for just like another stable job but also something that i could grow a little bit of my, my business experience too just trying to grow my own business and i was really wanting to get into that world just in in my industry mm-hmm. uh, so this this job posting kind of allowed for that um obviously with all the different layers of choices getting into all the the youth supports and stuff like that has been super personal growth very rewarding uh but it's definitely i would hope more rewarding for the youth which is super cool
0: um what's the transition been like of working at early in the morning as opposed to going to work at nighttime? Horrible.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Still, i am lucky enough that i had to run the uh brunch from mallet cottage for a long time so I okay right early, early there so that, uh, i guess that trained me for getting getting up early again doing the nine to five kind of thing or eight to, eight to four
0: <laughs> yeah yeah no doubt I, I don't know if i'd be ready ready quite ready for that one uh that sounds like something else but um another thing i noticed nick uh you did some like was it uh charity cooking classes online during the pandemic
1: Yeah, man, so I got approached, that was like, it was during the Ollie's thing, like, when like, initially, um, I got approached from the Monte Carlo Gala to do, they got lots of different programs, and obviously, different charities and fundraisers they do throughout the year, Um, so I got asked to do, like, a Zoom kind of cooking class, and we did a series of, I think it was two in the end, so we did one, one, and a couple months later, we did another one, Um, so people, you know, they paid x amount of money which went back into their program and stuff like that it was very cool and we uh, we spent about an hour uh, over zoom cooking pasta and stuff like that it was very cool
0: oh nice man that's awesome yeah. um what's what's kind of on the on the map for you i mean what's what's uh, looking ahead to the future what's the what's the plans you keep rolling
1: keep rolling i'm gonna keep rolling with Ollies, obviously with our retailers and kind of scale out as i can obviously keeping that a little bit small scale for myself um definitely do you have anybody
0: works with you if, with ollies or you do that all yourself
1: all myself right now man so right see, man well, good uh, job for you uh, man that's incredible. incredible i appreciate that's... it yeah so and uh yeah so choices obviously the big project right now so we're just really scaling out the crust the uh, the bakery we got the one product going at bareman we're doing pre-orders and stuff like that in the next couple of weeks we've done a couple already we're going to drop a new couple new products within the next week or two as well so it's pretty cool we're also recruiting and we're hiring on some young people
0: this week so oh nice okay right on man so um, i'm does that like the choices for Youth, i guess that Probably gets, you know, probably some crazy stuff going on around Christmas, I guess, that would probably keep you pretty entertained. I mean, like, uh, in regards to, I mean, just doing different services and different things for different people in, in need, I guess, especially around Christmas time, right?
1: Totally, 100%. Uh, you know, like I said, we're, we're. I think the employment part is, is my, is kind of my realm. Mm-hmm. But there's all, all kinds of programs and fundraisers going on through our choices every time, like, all, all year long, I guess. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Definitely Christmas time for sure. It's definitely a time for giving and stuff like that. So we'll see a lot of stuff going on.
0: Yeah, no, that's awesome, man. Well, I appreciate you for uh, taking a few minutes, man, and, and coming on today. Uh, always great chat, chat, chatting with you, Zori, and, and catching up. Um, for anybody who's listening at home, where can we find Ollie's Pasta uh, online? Is there a social media?
1: Yeah, so it's just uh, at Ollie's Pasta. It's on Instagram. Uh, that's our only social handle right now. And yep. the Crust Bakery is the same thing. So it's Crust CFY on Instagram as well
0: cool yeah and and you know make sure you do check out that and make sure you get some of nick's pasta and uh uh get it done uh, big thanks nick really appreciate it man let's catch up soon thanks man thanks for having me on all right cheers buddy Big thanks to my pal Nick for coming on there. It was a great chat. Very insightful into, you know, Ollie's pasta and all the cool things he's doing with Choices for Youth. Um, make sure you do check out Nick on online there at the uh, with the links that he provided. Uh, his pasta is delicious, and obviously his new role with Choices is really, really cool. And those pies, apparently, I haven't got to try one yet, but I'm going to try to make sure I get one this week. Uh, Batterman are super, super tasty, so uh, make sure you check out all the cool things that Nick is up to. That about does it for me, guys. I mean, don't get really any gigs doing that. Or anything like that So I'll just pass it on there And uh, we'll see you again in a couple weeks Uh, From downtown St. John's, Newfoundland I'm Dave Whitty, peace